Hello and welcome to another episode of Is It Rotten? I'm your host, Edward V, and today I'll be discussing Proud Mary. On this show, I'll be watching movies that came out in 2018 chronologically and reviewing them compared to their Rotten Tomatoes aggregate. Proud Mary has a runtime of an hour and 29 minutes. The director of this movie is Babak, 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 I don't, I don't know how to say the first name, uh, Najafi, I guess. Uh, starring Taraji P. Henson, Billy Brown, Jahi Diallo Winston. Uh, I don't know. Neil McDonough is in this. Um, there's somebody else that I didn't put down, but I forgot. Um, anyway, we'll move on. So, the plot summary. Mary is a hit woman working for an organized crime family in Boston whose life is completely turned around when she meets a young boy whose path she crosses when a professional hit goes bad. The current percentage on Rotten Tomatoes for this movie is a 27% from the critics and a 48% from the viewers. And I wonder why it's that high for the viewers. So I'm going to go ahead and give a spoiler spoiler warning here. And we're going to go ahead and get into the episode. So, goodness. So Taraji is supposed to be playing a, a hit woman in this movie. And... Her form is just terrible. She walks into this apartment. She just has her gun extended in front of her. Just straight out in front of her. She doesn't just walk straight. She doesn't check any corners or anything. I suppose she could have known that her target wasn't hostile. But still, just you gotta... I mean, you want to be a little bit more stealth. You want to be a, bit, a little bit more cautious when you're going in to do something like this. But I don't, I'm not a hitman. I don't know. Maybe that's how they do things. But whatever. So this sequence sets up the whole movie. Um... So her target is the father and she finds out the father of the little boy and he and she finds out that she just made this young boy an orphan and after killing the dad she the movie jumps forward a year and then I guess the rest of the movie starts. So as as one does in movies like this the little boy is is a stereotypical drug drug runner as as it happens when you know the parents of a young a young young black kid or I guess it's not always a black kid sometimes it's sometimes it's other races but um so he becomes he starts running drugs to make money and stuff like that but um apparently <laughs> Taraji has been keeping tabs on this kid as he um because he at at one point he passes out in an alley she picks him up takes him home gives him food blah 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 um so she sees he's been beaten on by the drug dealer that they call uncle and she decides to confront uncle herself uh it goes south and she ends up killing him and his crew that's there in the office with him because i think that's just how we that's just how this movie is going uh, before she leaves for a meeting because they 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 find out that uncle is dead and they think you know there's speculation whoever they is I guess another crime family um, they find out and they think that the, the the black crime family is trying to move in on their territory so they're having a meeting but before she leaves for the meeting uh, Taraji tells a little boy uh, not to go into her room and of course he does and finds out about her guns and stuff and he's curious about what she does but why doesn't she have a lock on the door like I mean part of me was like okay maybe he knows how to pick a lock but no she just doesn't have a lock on the door at all she just slides it closed and that's it whatever um so at the meeting she finds out that 
the there's that a, that a possible war could be brewing because she killed uncle and they think her group is responsible like i just said um side note i don't really watch movies with uh with taraji in them very often so i don't know what her acting range is but this performance from her in this movie it doesn't feel genuine to me i don't know like i said i don't i don't have any other points of reference for other things she's been in so i don't know if this is on par for her acting abilities or if this is just this is just bad the bad directing like she i don't i don't know but it just it didn't feel good to me at all but anyway um this movie is also poorly paced everything just kind of happens i don't feel any stakes at all um taraji is supposed to be feeling guilty i'm not feeling that from her at any point in this movie the chemistry between her and the kid i don't really feel that either it's like the kid he's doing all this cussing and stuff and it just feels all the way forced it just feels bad like i don't know i'm not feeling it i wasn't feeling it i don't know if anybody else that saw the movie was understand i just it it wasn't there for me so i paused the movie to check the budget for the movie because it just feels like a low budget movie and i found out that it had a 14 million dollar budget so the low budget feel is i i was kind of getting it but the fact that there are movies with even lower budgets that have a much that are, are much better movies um like split for instance had a nine million dollar budget and that movie i'd like i'd much rather have been watching that movie as opposed to this one so i don't i don't know what the deal is with that i don't know what happened with that anyway so taraji takes out someone named walter i don't know who walter is or what affiliation he has to the the black crime family but after she kills him a drive-by happens where some people in a black suv try to take out the 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 black crime family i have no idea what's going on in the movie like they keep talking about not wanting to start another war but i don't even know what the factions are in this potential war i don't nothing is explained everything just happens i don't know the drama in this movie is poorly manufactured it makes no sense i don't it's just i don't i don't really understand what's going on most of the time while i'm watching the movie um also the adr is pretty bad but i don't know if other people notice that i mean i noticed it i don't I, my parents already saw this so i have to ask them if they noticed that but it was very glaringly obvious to me how bad the adr was i don't know so I'll, I'll find out later um so while i was watching this movie i felt like i couldn't even review this movie like i would other ones like it doesn't it, there it doesn't really have any structure things are just happening it just it 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 already feels it's like it's already a short movie, but it feels like they're just trying to fluff it out, fluff it out to feature length. And it's just it's just not good. Like there's a bunch of stuff in here that's just like, I don't need this. Give me like take this other stuff out and put good stuff in, you know, um, I don't know. So anyway, Billy Brown finds out that little Danny boy um, is the same the same kid from the hit at the beginning of the movie. And at that point, I'm just waiting to find out that uh, I'm just waiting for little Danny to find out that Taraji killed his dad and how he reacts to that. So um, Tom, which is Billy Brown um, and Taraji infiltrate the rival, whatever rival crime family's base. And it's supposed to be some big action set piece. 
and it just felt stale like if every everybody in there was just missing like everybody's aim was garbage <laughs> except for for Billy and Taraji they were just in there just busting dudes left and right headshots like ex- <laughs> it was bad man I couldn't <laughs> oh man anyway so Billy Brown's character uh, his dad I don't, I don't know I don't know what his dad's name was I don't whatever he's big boss man um so Billy Brown tells his dad about the kid and tries to keep Taraji apart because I mean he's he's trying because they used to be a thing and he doesn't and Taraji's trying to leave the organization. Um but Billy Brown he doesn't want <laughs> Taraji to leave because they used to be a thing and he still has feelings for her. So his plan is to tell his dad about the kid to try to trap her so that she doesn't leave and it's just like really dude this <laughs> my goodness anyway moving forward moving on little Danny does something stupid and goes to see Tom's dad to try and kill him so that Mary can be free to leave the organization because that's how that works apparently no it doesn't um when Danny confronts the boss man he tells him about the hit that Taraji did killing his dad and at this point there's 25 minutes left in the movie and I'm just wondering what else is going to happen because <laughs> oh man it was, it's, it was a long like hour getting to this point <sighs> alright so as I was typing that uh, Taraji shows up to rescue little Danny and she ends up killing the big boss man and then she goes to leave, but Danny's not in the car like she told him to be. But she finds out, she's like, oh, dang, you know what? He's probably chilling at those rocks like he did earlier in the movie. So she finds him there. And she's not, and he's not, like, even mad at her for killing his dad because his dad was a deadbeat, apparently. And he wishes that his mom would have taken him with him, with her, when she left uh, his dad, and I'm just like, bruh, <laughs> oh, God, this movie, man, um, so, at this point, I can tell the rest of the movie is just gonna be Billy Brown trying to kill Taraji, and that's pretty much what it was, but, oh, man, bro, this last action set piece is so laughably bad, like, they have Proud Mary by Tina Turner playing in the back, Back in the background, and Taraji is just single-handedly taking out this entire crime family. Like none of it looks convincing, though. She's, she's for the whole movie. She's driving this Maserati, so she's like, when she, <laughs> I guess she gets a text from Tom saying that little um little Danny is there. So she like whips the car around, goes speeding down the street, whips it into the compound, and just start. And, and, and you know, everybody at the compound is getting, they have guns. They're like blasting her, and I, I, <laughs> oh man, this movie is so bad. So they, <laughs> so they come in. She's they start shooting at her. At no point did they say her the windshield is bulletproof. They shooting at the windshield, shooting up the sides of the car. 
No bullets is coming through. Every now and then, one will come through and hit the seat. She'd be like, oh, man, let me get out the way because this bullet. <laughs> oh, they're just, blow, they're just shooting. No shots are landing. She whips the car around, pulls a gun out, busts a cap at a few dudes, kill them real easy. Like, <laughs> she hops out the car. Apparently, nobody sees her hop out the car because they keep walking up to the car because she turns and it hits it in reverse. It reverses into some boxes and shit. Then she dives out. But I guess, like I said, they didn't see her dive out. <laughs> and. And they keep walking up to the car like, oh, man, is she in there? Bruh, the windshield is not tinted at all. You can clearly see that she is not in this car. But, no, they keep walking towards the car, right? So <laughs> so she she peeps out from behind some boxes and shoots them in the legs. And they're like, oh, she's over there. So they turn around to shoot her. And then some dudes come around the boxes. And it's just like, oh, my God, this is so bad. Oh, but she, nope, she's still single-handedly going in there, taking all the dudes out, gets in the warehouse, blows them all. It's just like, bruh, this is so bad. <laughs> Woo. So she gets inside after she kills everybody. She gets in the warehouse. The little Danny boy, you know, tied to the chair. You can hear Billy Brown talking in the, the echo and around. You know, it's like, you're not going to get out of here alive, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> she comes over to little Danny, unties him from the chair. She's like, run, Danny. He's not going to shoot because reasons. And Billy is holding a gun at her. She's holding the gun pointed at him. And she's like, I know you're not going to shoot me. And just, e- just even more stupidity ensues. Like, So they're holding guns at each other. And... She's like, I know you're not going to kill me. And (laughs) I'm just like, you killed this man's dad. You killed this man's father. Like, wait, (laughs) what? What makes you think he's not going to kill you? But he doesn't do it. And I'm just like, are you serious? You're... (laughs) Oh my god, this, this is so bad. Oh god, it's so funny though. So they're both like just holding guns at each other, and she's like, You're not gonna do it. And he's like, I'm totally gonna do it. And I'm like, Oh my god, he's not gonna do it. So she turns around and starts walking away, and he's like, Mary, don't you turn your back on me. Don't you walk away from me, Mary. You better come back. And I'm just like, oh my god, don't you got the the whole time he has the gun just trained on her back, <laughs> but he's not doing anything. He's just don't walk away from me. Don't you turn your back on me, Scar. I was like, come on, bro, just shoot the gun. But he sh- he, sh- he shoots the gun at the last minute. She knocks over his shelf, whips around, pops a few caps in his chest, walks up to him. And he he said something I don't even remember because I was laughing too hard, <laughs> and and then she shoots him in the head and walks away, and that's it. She goes outside, starts yelling, "Nanny, Nanny, where you at, Nanny, Nanny!" <laughs> Goodness gracious, mate! And um, so Danny sees and they come run. It's like. Oh, there you are, you man, are not alive. Yeah. 
And <laughs> oh man. Then they hug and that's it. Like literally, like they hug and then the credits roll. And then, you know, it clip it cuts and you know, they're in the car and they do some little crappy like banter back and forth. And then that's it. They drive off and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Man, so they live happily ever after. Man, don't watch this movie, man. This movie is trash. Like, that's all I got to say. It's rotten. Don't watch it. It's garbage. <laughs> I mean, if you want a nice good laugh, you can watch that last little, like, like 10 minutes of the movie. Because that was hilarious how bad it was. But other than that, nah, this movie is trash, man. Don't, don't even waste your time. <laughs> Woo! Alright, so the recommend for this week <laughs> is uh, is Dragon Ball Super Broly. Now, I had no interest in seeing this movie at first because this is technically the fourth Broly movie, but this movie is making Broly canon finally. And that's, that's why I didn't care to see it because it's the fourth one and the fourth one is just, is the one to make Broly canon, which I mean, I didn't really care. Like everybody has thought Broly was a cool character. I don't see why it mattered that he was canon, but whatever. But the thing that got me was that they were, they did the Gogeta fusion and that finally made Gogeta canon. So I was like, okay, I'll check it out because Gogeta is my favorite fusion in Dragon Ball Z. So, well, I guess they don't technically do it until GT, but whatever. Um, but that's, yeah, that's my favorite fusion. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out, man. It was good. It was good. I'll say that it was really good. The way that they did the fighting between they did the the fighting stuff was, was crazy. They, they jumped back and forth between like 2d and 3d animation. It was just, it was crazy. It was like, it was like no fight, no, no fight sequence in Dragon Ball, in all of Dragon Ball history that I've ever seen before. It was really, it was really good. I say, I say, check it out. But uh, with that, before I close, I just want to remind you guys again about the Branch Off podcast, Taylor Made, that I'll be starting this month with my friend Taylor, and we're going to be where I make her watch a bunch of movies, and we're going to sit down and talk about them. Uh, it'll only be a couple of times a month, and I'll you know I'll let you know when the episode is about to air. We should be recording an episode this weekend, so uh, once I get that edited, uh, it'll be out on Monday the 11th, hopefully. That's what I'm shooting for. If not, just keep an eye out on your feed but I'm, I'm shooting for the 11th hopefully we can get that done uh we got just one more movie in particular that i that i want to have her watch before we record so hopefully we can get that get that done and get that out by the 11th but with that uh if you like the episode feel free to leave a five-star review leave a comment when we get enough comments i'll go through and read them on the podcast i'm now on stitcher i'm also on spotify if those are if you like uh listening to podcasts uh, there, you can also tell Alexa to play Is It Rotten Podcast if you're at home. She'll queue it up for you that way. Um, as always, I've put the link to the Rotten Tomatoes page in the show notes uh, if you want to look into the movie. You can follow me on Twitter at Is It Rotten Cast, on Instagram at difficult.productions, D I F F I K U L T dot productions, or email me at Is It Rotten at gmail.com. I hope you'll join me next week when I'll be discussing 12 Strong. Until next Wednesday, have a great week, and may the force be with you.